edition of You Wouldn't Get It. Connor McPartland alongside your younger brother and co-host Aiden McPartland. Say hi to the people, Aiden. Hello. Today we are going to be doing another installment of our verses. Uh, our first installment was Rocket Man versus Bohemian Rhapsody. It did not go over too great because we did uh, passionately rant about Bohemian Rhapsody. More than praising Rocket Man. So we're going to try to do it equally. I think it's going to be easier because yeah. these are two movies. Two great movies. That we both love, uh, The Farewell and Booksmart. Um, these are two very interesting movies. They're both indie movies both that both directed by women. Debut, um, by debut films, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think this was the debut film for both, and they were both kind of surprises. Yeah. Nobody really expected them to be as no good. Nobody really heard of them, but then, you know, came out on film festivals, and people loved them. Yep. Um, none of them did super successful at the box office. I think they all made their budget back. But you and I have seen both of them once. Mm -hmm. And so let's just talk about which one we liked more. It's going to be hard, yeah. but we're going to try to do it. I which one I like more right now. I think we're going to have to wait till okay. the end. So let's, let's start off then with the directing. Oh, uh, Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart and Lulu Wang directed The Farewell. Aiden, which, which uh, directing did you like? did you like more? Well... They're both different directing styles. Mm -hmm. I think Olivia Wilde is a little more impressive because this is not only her feature debut, but it's a comedy, a really well-directed comedy. It, it does look like a comedy movie. Yeah. Yeah. But Lulu Wang, what she did is just so unique because of the way, not only the way it's shot, but the way it looks. Like, the color scheme and everything looks very unique. Yeah, it, it was definitely, it's definitely a more artistic, artistic yeah, directing artistic. style. But with Booksmart, it's just so much more funny. And I like, yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of shots I can think of in The Fort Well that I really, really enjoyed. And not that many I can think of in Booksmart. and The Farewell, I can obviously think of the dinner scene at the wedding where they're going playing the drinking game and it's going from family member to family member, the scene where uh, the wedding photos are being taken and it hovers over to go into another room, yeah. the camera hovers over. And even that scene, uh, Aquafina's for your consideration moment where she's, uh, you know, crying on the floor, they're searching for the wing or the ring, sorry, the wing. Um, even that was uniquely shot. And that kind of goes into all the other shots in the movie where it's just staring at one object mm -hmm. A bird like, coming through the window. Always, the camera's always a little bit off. Yeah. Like, it's kind of to, like, Wes Anderson's style of symmetrical framing, but it's just, like, a couple uh, meters yeah, off. Yeah, a couple meters a couple off, meters. yeah. And in Booksmart, I can't really think of a shot it's that like, I really... Oh, with Booksmart, it's very, you know, it's kind of the usual comedy directing style. Not yeah. Not many impressive shots. Yeah. But it's, more, it's not really a shot-driven movie. Now, the ones that I can think of for Booksmart, the ending scene where she uh, looks into the window at Beanie Fields scene, uh, that's kind of a really cool close-up. And then the karaoke scene to You Ought to Know uh, by Alanis Morissette, the way that that was shot was um, really unique, how it goes kind of from behind Caitlin Deaver and then slowly rotates to her front side. Um, that was... Kind of goes to the ground a little bit. Yeah, it kind of goes to the ground, too. Yeah. Um, so that was enjoyable. I just thought that Lulu Wang, Lulu Wang was just more artistic yeah. in her directing style. Yeah, but Book Smart does have like a couple of funny, like you not funny shots. I don't know why I said that, but unique shots like the shot where they're fighting, 
That's one pagan that I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it goes silent. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. Targeting. Whoa. Okay. Jeez. No, I was gonna say something, and I was like, I'll save that. Okay. A little bit. Later. Um. So let's get into the writing then. Okay. Um. The writing for both these movies very strong. Mm-hmm. We could see a world in which both of them could get a original screenplay nomination. Yeah. They're both in contention for it. Absolutely. I think. Um. Now the farewell is obviously a much different movie than Booksmart is. It's telling a different story. Um, it's a much more unique story. It is. Sure. The Farewell, if you haven't seen it, it's basically, uh, explain it to the main. Uh, basically, uh, Billy, who's played by Aquafina, her grandmother has, like, I think lung cancer, and she does not know about it. The family won't tell her, so they stage a fake wedding so that everyone can see her one last time. Meanwhile, Booksmart is a movie uh, where about two best friends played by Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Fieldstein. Um they are it's their last day of high school they're um about to graduate and they've they've focused on school their entire high school careers they haven't had any fun and so the night before graduation they decide that they want to party hard and uh live their lives like they should have throughout their entire high school because like everyone who was partying Got into really <laughs> Harvard and Yale yeah. and and which was also internship a pretty at Google. Funny shot where she's just running down the hallway screaming at everyone. What college did it's you true. go to? That's true. Yeah. Um. So the writing there are, are obviously a lot more heartbreak moments in the farewell because it's a yeah. sadder story yeah. in the end. I love the final shot of when they're leaving. And she's just looking out the window. That was actually very emotional because I thought that was going to be the last time that they ever saw yeah. her. Well, there's that. There's a great shot of all the family members slowly, slow-mo walking. And then even her at the end of the movie when she's doing those exercises and she just screams. That that the, was really also cool, Also, the too. first scene where that happens. Yeah. Too, where yeah. it's like the camera's just a little bit more up looking at the sky. And it's just a dialogue between the grandmother and yeah. Billy, and it's, it's actually kind of funny. So, to say that there are more funny moments in Booksmart, I feel like would be a treat because it's a straight comedy. Yeah. It's supposed to be that way. But Booksmart is really, really, so really funny. funny. But here's the thing: I feel like more of its comedy comes from the delivery, small, not only from the delivery, but from the small characters that they have, and that's one of the things that Booksmart is best at but you also have to credit it to the the, to the writing and it's so and just the way like jason sudeikis's character is written for instance Mm -hmm. is is really funny and how we first meet him in the movie and then later in the movie we see him again as their uber driver and just coming up with that story to bring him back that that was really unique within itself hates these two people it seems yeah like, it does not it does not seem that like he remotely like them whatsoever and then even that scene where they're stinking into the into the pizza delivery truck or the pizza delivery car that whole scene is written great but then to have it come back and we see yeah. the poster of the guy and and he his whole storyline was really funny too how he's yelling at them because he could be a murderer or something like that and he emphasizes that he's not a murderer but he could be a murderer no well i have a gun right here so i can easily shoot (laughs) yeah 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 so that it's just so good and then what is his name the dude from night at the museum and santa clarita die i don't know his name in real life is so funny he is a guy 
Uh, he reminds me a lot of Michael Scott, where he's just trying too hard to be likable yeah. sometimes. Yeah, he's like, I feel like every school has that kind of person where his family's just like really rich so that people kind of make assumptions about him. Mm-hmm. And he's so funny in this movie. Yeah, he, he, he says, can I get a whoop whoop a lot? And that's great <laughs> when he delivers it. Yeah. Babe, can you get off the can you get off the car? Cause I, I just got a vaccine. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. But that girl, she she was she was great in she it too amazing. because she always she was either on. No, she shows up in every scene. Like because yeah. a lot of the movie is kind of oh we have to get from here to here and there's a lot of pit stops and speed bumps along the way and she's always in every one of those scenes. Somehow she always gets there. The mystery around how she gets there. Yeah. Where did you come from? Yeah. I will say one thing about the right is that the in Booksmart, the whole hot when they're when they get high yeah. scene was a little off, it seemed. Was it because it was weird? I think maybe it was because it was a little re- it was really weird, but it did end in a really funny joke when they're walking by and their legs are just So they're they take drugs by accident. They I think they take Which acid. Which is also great acting by the both of them, though. Freaking out. And so they both freak out, and then they basically envision themselves as Barbie dolls. Yeah. And so the the ending scene, or the end part of that scene, is them walking out of the house as though they are actually Barbie yeah. dolls, which was, which was obviously pretty funny. But yeah, I could see where that comes. That's definitely the weirdest scene of the movie, because Caitlin... Deaver's character is gay and she basically rips off her clothes and sees like oh my god this girl's better boobs than I do and and that that was weird yeah, I will give weird. it that yeah I don't know which I, I also win yeah because I also really liked the uh you I don't know karaoke scene I thought was that was really, really well written and to choose that song and the guy who first started singing it sounded a lot like Alanis Morissette he did, did. where did when did he get there? Because he was at that like acting party too. I know that's what was crazy to me too. It's just, I think it's just supposed to be like that other girl. We don't know how they get there. She but should get a supporting actress. She should get a supporting she actress should. nomination, much like. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. You can use your phone. Yeah, you hold can on. Use the, the interwebs. Oh, it's asking for my face ID. Oh, didn't, didn't take. Okay, hold this on. Is I have going to, too long, Connor. I have to plug in my. Okay, here we go. Wait a minute. You can't Wait see this right now, but Connor's sweating profusely. <laughs> Wait a minute. So awkward. Zaho Scherzen for the farewell. She plays the grandmother in the yeah. farewell, and I mean, so it, those two, it's fine. again. It's really hard to compare the movie because it's there's obviously there there are jokes in the farewell mm-hmm. which i enjoyed and i liked whenever aquafina was talking with her parents i yeah. thought that, that dialogue was funny and i loved her dad too i'd be fine if he gets a supporting actor nomination cuz cuz he was great in that movie too but there's just booksmart was just so funny it was it was, it was one of the it was i think the funniest movie to come out of 2019 but it's also it just tells you where comedy is now too because that's probably the straight comedy that we got mm-hmm. that's actually funny it didn't do obviously well at the box office or you well, said it, it made its well, budget it made it, i think when you make your budget back that means you're successful enough but i think of like the two funniest movies i saw this year were probably book smart and marriage story and both those movies are like these small indie movies that have comedy immersed in them but are also pretty dramatic too now marriage well, story is more dramatic is a drama, yeah but i 
because you know book smart's a comedy but marriage story has like small comedic elements in it that really made me laugh when i saw them and heard them wider yeah, someone to give you, and, and that's great. And when he cuts himself open, and that whole scene where she's with her mom and her sister, and they're going over what to yeah. do when he first gets there, it's just all great. And it just it tells you where comedy is now. That the blockbuster comedies that came out this year, or quote unquote blockbuster comedies, yeah. we're not getting nowhere a, near. We're not getting a Hangover anytime soon. I don't think so. It would be very interesting to or see if it happens. Bridesmaids is a better example. I yeah, well, it came out later yeah, than Hangover. Later. Yeah, Bridesmaids was the new Hangover. So we talked about writing. We talked about directing. Let's talk about performances now. Okay, Because we brought up a lot of the supporting cast yeah. with Booksmart. Let's bring up the supporting cast with The Farewell. The whole family um, is, is comedic in their own sense. We brought up the grandmother in The Farewell. She was great. Yeah. Aquafina's parents were great. I really liked her uncle, too. Yeah. Her, it was not... He obviously wasn't telling jokes. He wasn't meant to be a funny character. Um, but he, he was really good at acting. He was. was, And I feel like, I'm just saying, if she doesn't get a Supporting Actress nomination... I'm You're going to be really upset. We get it. I wouldn't get your hopes up. I mean... I think it could happen. I think that the Oscars could do it. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, and then the, the kid who is getting uh, married... Yeah. I, I like fake him. married after this girl that he's only known for three months, but his family wants to put on this fake wedding so they can see his grandmother for the last time. And they guilt him throughout the movie to doing that. Like, this is your only chance to see your grandmother. And so he has to, like Aquafina, hide his emotions about how he's so sad. Yeah. He has to hide his tears. But also it's just really awkward. Like, during the wedding photos. You can tell that. That was great acting. Yeah, though. during the wedding photos when he has to like cuddle up to this girl that he's he hasn't known for that long or when he has to make a speech at the wedding. The wedding is probably the most well-written part of it and really where these gar- ter- characters get a chance to shine. I, okay, I forgot to mention this. In terms of like directing too, like the whole wedding scene, the whole wedding photo scene was actually pretty good mm-hmm. because it had like the whole purpose of why they're there, the wedding in the background, but in the forefront is the real reason why they're there yeah. is because of the grandmother. And you see that, I mean, she has people coming up and shaking her hand and hugging her the entire time the wedding is going on. Um, but there's also the scene that I forgot where they go to their uh, ancestors' graves. Yeah. And that was that had some comedic moments um, in it too. It's just when they're all together and they all act like a family. They it's really great. They have great chemistry with one another. They do. They all work really well together. Now, there are a lot of supporting characters in Book Smart, like we've mentioned. Jason Stakis is the principal, Jessica Williams as their really cool teacher. And then your boy, Will Forte, and Lisa Kudrow as Caitlin Deaver's mom. I want to know if that whole thing where he was just describing like the... Well, he was naming foods for their graduation that he was going to bring to their graduation, and they were graduation-themed foods, right? I wonder if that was all improv. Yeah. I hope it was. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of them. I know. We only got them in two scenes. But it's always great whenever, like, you're shocked by whoever is, like, the parents. Because you know that they're going to get somebody good for it. It's like in the Daddy's Home 2 trailer when you saw John Lithgow as Will Ferrell's dad. And you were like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm happy about that. that Yeah. I I think I just like Will Forte. Not not only was he in Last Man on Earth, but his voice is just so funny to me. Mm -hmm. His voice is just so unique. Yeah. So it just delivers lines so well. And Lisa Kudrow was great in it, too. She was really good in it. She was great in it. I think she had less 
time than Will Forte did, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, And then now we can talk about the main performances. Obviously, this feels like a cheat because Aquafina did win the Golden Globe. And we're talking about her as possibly getting an actress nomination. I think she'll get one. Did you say that you thought she was going to get one? Yeah. Um, Now, Beanie Fieldstein did get a Golden Globe also for Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical. Uh, Caitlin Deaver somehow did not. She got a nomination that night for Unbelievable, but which is a very different show. Yeah. yeah, but I think I she was robbed. She was because they went for Kate Blanchett for Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I think purely because she was Kate Blanchett and they wanted her out there. I still have to see Late Night, but I don't. I don't think Emma Thompson. I suggested we watch it, and you guys I, uh, voted me. I oh, I played it. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't I'm care. Sorry. I just. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Don't now, blame me for that. I thought Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Fieldstein both gave really excellent performances because I always laughed whenever Beanie Fieldstein talked and I was transfixed whenever I saw Caitlin Deaver because a lot of this time she's giving these comedic stuff, but then there's like the scene in the bathroom or even the fight scene where she just gets really dark and sad, a lot like what Aquafina did. Yeah, I feel like Aquafina's was a little more dark. It was. There was no, like, real, like, comedic, physical comedy mm-hmm. elements like Deaver and Fieldstein had. I feel like, uh, I, I, I'm forgetting their name. Person who got, who got nominated for the Golden Globe just, like, delivered the lines more funny while... Caitlin Deaver? Caitlin Deaver, like, had more joke scenes. Yeah. Like, she just delivered the jokes a little more funny like even if they weren't jokes yeah caitlin deaver certainly had i think more jokes written but she also had more dramatic parts mm-hmm. written at the same point um so we talked about performances writing directing are we missing anything um story story which one's like more you which one's better like i think i mean certainly the farewell is more unique of a story and it's actually based off of a true story but I, I'm actually going to go the farewell for story because yeah. Booksmart at its core is a very simple. You kind of could see a little bit of super bad in there yeah. where these two kids have to get somewhere and they're, you know, pit stops throughout the night, stop them from getting there. Yeah, I'll go farewell too. So at the end, I, I can't say which one I liked more. I like them both. I, I, Booksmart makes me laugh more. I think I'll choose to watch Booksmart more than watching the farewell but i also like really like the farewell amazing and i own the farewell style so i can't that's why i can't really choose it's because not only are they two pretty different movies but they're both like i think perfect in their own way yeah so i and they're both like the movies whereas like you know 30 minutes in this is a special movie this is really special yeah with the farewell it was like when she was just having a conversation with her mom, mm-hmm. I feel like that was when I was like, oh, this movie is going to be special. Yeah, yeah. In a perfect world, Wing and Wild would both get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. But best world possible. In the best world possible. But that probably won't happen. Hopefully um, one of them. Hopefully one of them. Hopefully Lulu won't yeah. probably yeah. out of the two. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of You Wouldn't Get It. Stay tuned for more. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening this on. Bye.